Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast slash YouTube. So today I thought I would do something a little bit different. I wanted to do a bit of a sit down chat and just basically talk through a topic that I get asked about a lot. So yeah, a lot of questions on this and I do feel like it can be a complete minefield in terms of understanding what it means and how to actually go about this. So today I am going to talk through reverse dieting. So what is reverse dieting? Um, negative adaptations that can occur from like long-term dieting, which is really, really common in a lot of women, like chronic dieting. Um, what happens when you actually build muscle in terms of being able to eat more food? Um, giving yourself a really successful start point to diet from. Um, and then also looking at fat gain with reverse dieting, which is something that I get asked about quite a lot. Um, and just kind of what you should do in regards to whether reverse dieting is right for you. So that is essentially what we're going to cover. I've made some notes to make sure I don't miss any important points. So yeah, we're basically going to get stuck in and I'm just going to have a good chat about all things reverse dieting. So if you have any questions on this at all, if you want to ask me anything, if there's something that you want explained in more detail, um, please just drop me a message. You can message me on, you know, YouTube, Instagram, however you're listening. Um, I'm always up for a chat and obviously want to try and help as much as I can. So, yeah, if this is helpful, please like, share, subscribe, comment, let me know, um, because it's always really, really nice to see as well. And obviously it gives me direction in terms of what kind of content is helpful. So we're going to kick it off with reverse dieting. What is reverse dieting? Because, like I said, it's a term that gets thrown around a lot. So reverse dieting is something I work with a lot of my girls on. It's actually the process of building their calories up. OK, so it's increasing your calories over a time frame essentially so one of the big positives of going through a reverse diet is actually reducing the negative effects of dieting which we are going to touch on more in a second but essentially when you diet there are negative adaptations that occur because the body is very clever it does not want to lose body fat your body does not want you to starve to death right so there are adaptations that occur that basically allow the body to preserve energy as such okay so your body does not want to lose body fat it's not going to happen easily um and if you you know are reducing your calories there's going to be adaptations that occur especially if you have dieted for a very long time and i work with a lot of women that kind of have dieted for really really long long time frames and gone ridiculously low with the calories so the aim is to actually get your body in a position where it's healthy it's happy it's responding as it should be essentially um and the third thing reverse dieting can really help in terms of supporting training performance energy levels and actually building muscle which has so many positive effects so you know this is essentially a process where it allows you to actually maintain a pretty good body composition um build up your calories to be able to eat a really really good amount of calories you know and actually be able to maintain that long term without gaining a load of body fat in the process um, and, you know, then you're in a position where you're healthy, you're happy, you've got good energy, you can train well, you can eat out and be flexible and you're actually eating a good amount of food. And you're not then stuck in that yo-yo thing or that horrible process of being stuck on like 1200 calories for the rest of your life because you're terrified of gaining weight. So there's a lot of positives to it. Reverse dieting. It's, just, it's essentially reversing the negative effects that come with chronic long term dieting or any diet as such. So. First topic we are going to delve into is 
Adaptation from dieting. So basically, if you have come from a heavily dieted background, so for example, I work with women sometimes that have come from two, three, four, even more years of trying to diet, like week in, week out, um, and just getting to the point where they're not really getting anywhere. So for example, you might have been through this and found that actually you're eating kind of really low calories, nothing is really happening, you know, your body really isn't responding, you're tired. Um, or maybe even the point where, you know, you're able to stick to it a bit and then you kind of go off and can't stick to it the remainder of the time. So what happens basically when you've been dieting for, for quite a long time or, you know, you've been pushing quite hard the diet, there are adaptations that occur because, like I just said, the body is not going to let go of body fat easily. So what essentially happens is things start to downregulate. Um, or like slow down as such. So one key point I feel like I need to bring up now is you can't break your metabolism. Okay, your metabolism cannot be broken. So you know, you know, and I get sometimes people come to me or I'll have conversations with women and they're like, Oh, I just can't lose weight. My metabolism is broken. It's not that it's probably that either you're not sticking to the calories that you think you are sticking to, you know, there might be extra glass of wine here, a few nibbles here, your calories are actually a lot higher than you think. Um, or you've basically just died for so long that you can't go any lower with your calories and your body has essentially just stopped, you know, doing what it should be doing. So when you have dieted for a long time, things start to kind of slow down a little bit. It becomes harder to kind of lose that body fat. So that's because of scientific processes, right? So what tends to happen subconsciously when you are dieting for a long period of time is you will naturally move a bit less. It might be things like you might just sit a little bit stiller, you might kind of, you know, not quite move as much. Your steps might naturally drop off. Um, you know, just normal tasks that you would do day to day might just drop, like naturally kind of decrease. The second thing is if you've been dieting for a really long time, especially if you're not regularly weight training hard, you are going to lose muscle mass. And again, we're going to touch on this in the next section, but the more muscle you have, the more calories your body requires because muscle has like a higher... Um, a higher turnover of energy, higher metabolic need as such than like fat mass. So someone that carries more muscle mass is going to need more calories than someone who has less muscle mass to maintain their current body composition and to maintain that muscle mass. So if you aren't really weight training or you're not weight training hard and you're under eating, you're going to lose muscle mass, which is not what you want because A, it's going to mean that you actually don't need as many calories um, and B, you, you're not going to look as good because obviously you're not going to have the muscle mass. So you will look kind of softer, smaller, but not necessarily like more toned. So that often happens through dieting. And what then happens is obviously you are losing weight, you're losing muscle. So you need less calories. Then you have to drop your calories lower to get into a deficit again. So it just becomes this like slippery slope of, you know, you drop your calories you maybe move a bit less or you lose a bit, you, know, you might lose a bit of muscle or your weight comes down because if you weigh less as well, you need less calories. So your weight might come down a bit and then actually you need less calories as maintenance. And then, you know, you have to go lower to get yourself into a deficit. So that does happen as well through dieting, because as you get smaller and leaner, you have less mass, your body doesn't demand as much energy, as many calories. So in order to keep yourself into a deficit, you have to then pull your calories lower to get that deficit again as you progress with fat loss so you know over time naturally as you lose weight or you even lose muscle which is obviously not ideal but your body will basically need less calories over time um as you progress with dieting 
Um, like I said, obviously muscle loss is not ideal, but it does happen if you aren't weight training. And obviously that's why weight training is super important throughout any phase, because it allows you to preserve muscle mass, which means your maintenance calories are higher. And also you will look better, you know, because you've got more muscle mass and that's what gives you your shape, your definition, your tone and such. Um, so yeah, I feel like I could go on for a very long time about this subject, but weight training is, a massively massively helpful thing if you want to keep your calories up in a good position it helps to have more muscle mass with that um one final point with this um is hormones do change throughout a dieting phase so you've got hormones for example um leptin and ghrelin which control your appetite so how full you feel and also your hunger levels um, and like how satiated you feel after a meal um, and when you diet basically these hormones kick in or, you know, in in the case of kind of appetite, um, should I say go kind of go down so you feel less satisfied after a meal. So that is essentially like a like a survival mechanism, because if your body, if you are consuming less food, your body's going to be like, right, like I'm losing weight here. Like there's not as much food available, like I need to eat more. So what happens is your appetite starts to increase and you feel less satisfied after you've eaten a meal. So you get this over time with dieting. It's like an accumulative effect of dieting. So what you will need to do after a diet is spend time actually getting these hormones back to a normal kind of healthy, normal functioning level. Um, so you feel satisfied and, you know, you don't feel hungry all the time. So, you know, there are negative effects that come with dieting. And I think if you are being honest and realistic with the diet you're doing, you know, it's not realistic to diet long term. You know, if you are genuinely sticking to your calorie goals and, you know, you are in a deficit, no one can diet for an extended period of time. It's not fun. You know, you'll end up kind of half doing it and half not doing it and not really committing to the process. And you just end up being fed up because you won't get the results if you're not fully committing to it. Um, and also it just ends up being years and years of your life spent in a diet, which is just not fun for anyone. Like dieting has its time and place. Um, and it's not something you want to be spending your whole life doing. It should be done in stints, you know, focus stints with a clear outcome where you can really kind of get the job done and then you can move away from dieting. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I've worked with women before who've gone through years and years of their lives trying to diet and not really seeing much results. Um, so this kind of leads us on to the next topic is actually talking about muscle and how this helps within reverse dieting and actually changing your body composition. And Again, like this happens quite a lot with women where they may be not really progressing or they're not looking as like toned as they would like to. They maybe look soft. And that's how I hear a lot of women describe themselves. I feel soft. I feel like not very like lean or defined. And it's basically because they don't have the muscle mass. So, you know, if you are chronically dieting, you're, you're not going to be successful in building muscle. So what basically happens is when you have more muscle, that leads to the maintenance calories that you need being higher. And just to touch on that, so maintenance calories is the amount of calories you need to maintain your current weight. OK, so if you were to eat your maintenance calories, you would basically maintain kind of the position you're in. So you're not eating too much food. You're not eating too little food. You're just in the right place. Obviously, when so essentially it's a, a place to maintain that maintenance calories. So if you have more muscle, your maintenance calories is higher. And obviously everyone's maintenance calories are so different depending on their age, their height, like how active they are. Um, you know, how much muscle they have. There's so many factors dictating this. But if you have more muscle, your maintenance calories will be higher. And that's how you'll see females, you know, you know, eating two, three, four, maybe even 4,000 calories a day and actually maintaining in a pretty good spot because they've got the muscle that demands that amount of energy. 
So if you think if you're eating more food, so you're not eating in a deficit. OK, so say you're eating around your maintenance calories, you are well fueled, you're able to go into the gym, you're able to train really well, you're able to progress, get stronger, feel good, have good energy. Your, your training performance improves because you're not under eating chronically. What then happens is because you are getting stronger and you're able to fuel your training properly, you start to build muscle. You start to build muscle, your maintenance calories come up. Okay, so you can see how that accumulative process over time will lead to you having much more muscle over time. But also that means that the amount of calories your body needs to maintain comes up over time. So rather than you eating, again, random numbers here, 1500 calories and maintaining, you can eat 1800, 1900, 2200 calories and actually maintain your current position. So that's why it can be super helpful, because like I said, muscle demands more energy, it needs more energy to be to be preserved, essentially. So what I'll do a lot of the time with girls I work with that have come from long periods of time dieting and not really seeing the change, maybe in 13, 14, sometimes 1200 calories a day and not really losing weight, will actually spend time building their calories up nice and slowly getting them to the point where they can train really hard, they're enjoying the training, they're getting stronger, they're actually starting to build muscle. And because we're doing it nice and slowly, they're not gaining body fat because the the, the energy needs are being matched. Because yes, there's more food coming in, but they then start training harder, they start pushing more, they start building muscle. So that food is actually being utilized really, really well, you know, and then everything starts upregulating, everything starts to build up, the body comes out of that position of being like, oh my God, like, I'm not getting enough food, like, I'm going to starve, because you're actually, you know, you're actually giving your body what it needs to perform and function well on a day-to-day basis. So things then start to move, and what, what often happens is as you start to build your calories up, again, it's going to be specific to where you're at, is body composition actually starts to improve because the body is getting what it needs you're training hard you know your muscles look fully you're able to start to build muscle and your shape your physique actually starts to shape up and change in a positive way so you know if you can train hard you can really slowly build your calories up you can actually add muscle to your frame over time your maintenance calories goes up so your body actually needs more food so like i said it's actually a really really positive process and a lot of females are super scared of this but it's a matter of fact if you actually spend time building up your calories getting stronger that food is being utilized and that's going to lead to such positive changes in your physique and also your performance so that's how over time you know you're not just going to gain body fat there may be a very small amount of fat gain but often when you've come from a period of time of being on low calories once you actually start training hard and training properly you know there's very very minimal if any fat gain because the food is actually being utilized in a positive way to to build muscle and change your physique um so it's just something to consider and you can actually go through that process you know done properly building up nice and slowly and get yourself to a pretty high amount of calories training really well building muscle feeling good with very very minimal fat gain and i've had that in multiple multiple cases with females and you'll feel so much better for it as well rather than drowning yourself on ridiculously low calories like all year round so just to follow on from that again Something else to think about, and it's about thinking about long-term change here because so many people are caught in short-term, what can I do in six weeks? But, you know, if you are a female and you have been dieting for a long time and you are not really seeing results and you're fed up with being on low food, you know, you are not going to get results from just pushing and pushing and pushing and always being on low calories. You know, you have to think bigger. If you are starting a fat loss phase and you're starting and you're only on 14, 15, maybe even lower calories, where do you go from there? Because if your body is maintaining at that amount of food, as soon as you start to drop, what are you doing? You're going to be on really, really low calories. 
And where are you going to go from there? How are you actually going to get that body fat off if you're starting in such a low point? So what reverse dieting does, and again, you have to think long term with this, is it sets you up for a really successful fat loss phase long term. So rather than you going straight in on a diet phase and thinking, yeah, six weeks, what can I do? What can I pull off in six weeks? If you can actually view this as a long term process and commit to this long term, what you can do is actually set yourself up for a really successive and responsive fat loss phase. So imagine if you can spend a good few months building your calories up, going through that process I've just mentioned, building muscle, getting stronger, getting your calories nice and high, you know, hormones are all kind of in the place they should be. Strength is really good. Your food is really high. Imagine how much better a fat fat loss phase you are going to have when you actually do pull down, you know, because you're going to have the muscle mass because you've spent that time building up. Your body is going to be nice and responsive. Your calories are going to be super high. You know, your hunger levels are going to be like fairly kind of normal. And what then happens is you have way more capacity to actually carry on training hard to preserve that muscle mass. Imagine the difference if you start dieting at two and a half thousand calories versus 1500 calories. Imagine how much better you are going to feel and how much more likely you are to train hard to preserve that muscle to actually influence your shape in a really, really positive way. Because if you are just, you know, fatigued and tired and not able to train properly all that's going to happen is you're going to end up on really low calories losing muscle mass and actually looking worse for it what you want to do through a diet is you want to be preserving that muscle mass and that includes being able to train super hard so if you go through a reverse diet you go through a building phase you get your body function as it should you get calories in a nice high place you then go into a fat loss phase you're going to be way more likely to preserve that muscle mass and you start pulling off body fat which comes off relatively easy if you've done a successful reverse diet you then look so much better because you've actually got that muscle mass there you've spent time building that muscle up and what I find a lot is I work with women that are are stuck in such short-term thinking they they won't go through that process of building up by themselves so all they've done is try to diet and diet and diet and what we do we actually spend time building the calories up we put the focus into the strength we get the calories nice and high we get them performing really well in the gym really strong not hungry you know able to just be happy and enjoy themselves and then they actually gain muscle and their body composition starts to shape up. And then when we do come to a fat loss phase, their calories are loads higher. Their body is responding like that because they've done that reverse diet and they actually have the muscle. So they look so much better when they start to diet down and they've got that toned, defined shape that they are actually chasing. So just to talk through, like thinking long term with it, you can see how spending four, five, six, seven, eight months building up first is going to lead to much better results later down the line than you just constantly trying to smash six-week short-term fat loss phases. Um, So, and then what happens, what you've got to think is as you pull that body fat off, because you've got the muscle, that's what gives you that tone-defined look. So that look that a lot of women want is actually spent by building food up and building muscle, not dieting. And a lot of people do the dieting without having done the building, which is when the shape often isn't what they would expect when they go through a diet and they end up disappointed. So yeah, just something to consider. So something I did want to touch on a little bit was fat gain, because I get asked this quite a lot, you know, oh, I'm too scared to build my calories up. I don't want to gain body fat. I kind of touched on this earlier, but if you do it slowly, there is very, very minimal fat gain. But what you've got to think is, again, long-term thinking, I cannot stress this enough. If you are stuck on 12, 1300 calories, again, I'm just pulling out random numbers here. You know, do you want to live the rest of your life? eating that way because you're not going to be able to diet from there because you're not going to be you know you can't sit and eat 800 900 calories a day you know to be able to lose body fat so if you're 
you know, if you're in that position, you have to spend time building your calories up. And what you've got to think is, you've got to think long term, you have to go through this to be in a position to be eating enough to but for your body to respond when you are dieting. So there may be a short amount of temporary fat gain. But you know, if you can get your body in a position where it is, you know, turning over a lot of food, your training's good, you've got a lot more muscle, it's so worth it, because otherwise, you're going to be stuck in a place eating ridiculously low calorie forever. And what often happens a lot of the time when you build food up, is your body actually responds in a really, really positive way because you are actually training hard, training properly, you know, you're utilizing that food. So, you know, sometimes it does lead to a more substantial amount of fat gain. But what happens is then once food is in a nice spot and training is really good and you have built a bit of muscle, the fat comes off so much more easily because you've spent that time building up. And it's so important to remember that, you know, you can always pull body fat off much easier than you can build muscle and get your calories up. So, Sometimes it is just a case of realizing that, you know what, I have been dieting for years and years and years. I'm going to have to go through this process to get my body back in a healthy, like functioning position. And I'm going to have to accept that there is going to be a little bit of fat gain, but it's okay. We'll ride this out. We'll focus on the strength and fat loss will be there later down the line. And my body will respond so much better having gone through this building phase first. Um, yeah. And like I said, it's just thinking long term, thinking if you can build muscle and build food and you can then pull back later down the line your body is in a much better position having spent time to move away from dieting. So just to summarize a little bit, and um, you know, reverse dieting is for anyone, you know, you don't have to have come away from dieting phase. It might just be that actually you want to build your calories up a bit higher. You want to focus on strength. You want to focus on building muscle. And, you know, there's multiple different phases you can go through. Obviously you can go through fat loss, you can go through reverse dieting, you can go through building. Some people will go through these and cycle through them. You know, some people might just think, actually, I want to build my calories up. I want to build some muscle and then I'll just sit there. That's fine. I'm happy with that. You know, it's really up to you as to how high you want to push your calories and kind of what your long term goal is. And that's obviously what I work with the girls specifically on. So, yeah, in maintenance and in reverse dieting, you can kind of take it how you want to really. Um, in terms of what is going to be in line with your goals but hopefully this just explains a little bit more about how reverse dieting works about what it is and if this is useful if you find these sit down chat type videos helpful please let me know and I will be back soon